All right, all right. So, welcome to episode four. Four already? I know, right? We're just like cruising along with this podcast. That means we started this a month ago already. Yeah, about a month ago. All right, yeah. This is <laughs> when we get serious. <laughs> um, so, we're going to talk about the fundamentals of trading. Gotcha. So, like, what is your elaboration when it comes to fundamentals of trading? I mean, when I'm looking at fundamentals, I'm thinking basics. I don't want to make this too hard. Yeah. So I'll use a support resistance, a trend line, mm. and then maybe just certain things that I may see within candle candlestick uh, patterns. Yeah. Um, outside of, let's say, morning, evening stars or the bearish and bullish engulfing, I kind of look for um, spaces in between candles, too. Mm. I mean, because... To me, price has to fill at some point. Yeah. So sometimes when a candle will close and the next one opens lower, thus creating space in between, that candle, there's something <clears throat> that has to come back and fill that up sometimes. <clears throat> so I got to keep that in mind that price needs to actually touch that that area that it hadn't and it completely missed and you know turn around and fill it up. So if I'm using, for example, like what was it this morning? We had the uh, US 30, it dropped. It dropped, but there came a space, and then it started coming back up again. Yeah. Same thing with the U.S. dollar. The U.S. dollar was the cleanest one. So kind of looking at that, I kind of look at those basics and kind of base off my trades looking at those specifics mm -hmm. because I don't want to get into too much. I mean, people use the fibs as well for those certain levels, but me personally, um, something that you had taught me, I use fibs for entry. That's yeah. about it because I kind of think of myself, I want to be that institutional trader. Yeah. And a lot of times those numbers within a fib will actually be recognized by not only retail traders, but by institutional traders. So you yeah. get your fake outs and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So I kind of keep it, like I said, basic trends, um, <clears throat> support, resistance, looking at candlesticks. And that's pretty much basically about yeah, it, like, the patterns. That really, like, I feel like a lot of people, if they really took the time and learning just to complete trade naked, like, you know, I know a lot of people have amount of confirmations when it comes to trading, you know, having the RSI or having a, you know, a MAC, the MAG ACD, you know, like all these confirmations, like when I could talk about like how I'm looking at the chart, like, you know, I want my chart, like I'm looking at the charts completely like if I'm encountering like a beautiful woman, right? You know, <laughs> you, you want her to be clean. You want her to have all these expectations and what you're looking at it, right? So I don't like looking at it like like a messy chart, you know, right. like it should be really clean, simple, straight to the point and, you know, having you to break it down. Right. If if it's not simple for you, then, you know, you really need to keep studying and, you know, completely back testing, you know, because like learning the fundamentals when it comes to trading, it, it plays a very important role. But also being an institutional trader and knowing, you know, following up with the news. So, mm -hmm. like, if you guys are not aware, um, Market Watch, you know, I know you have several websites that you could even drop. Um, it's just about learning, you know, how the interest rates are played, you know, focusing on currency pairs that actually move during those rates. So, like, a lot of people really don't focus on that aspect and then they wonder why their their accounts are being blown left and right you know mm -hmm. like perfect example you know just like this morning very volatile like during new york session once it opened up you know we had you know gold dropping going to hell you know we had us 30 dropping as well and people would be like 
what happened, you know? You want to keep being more knowledgeable and keep wrestling, like, wrestling, like, what happened? Like, what caused that, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you be prepared for um, when it occurs again. Well, and the, the irony of, like, you're talking about gold going down and U.S. Mm-hmm. 30 going down, it was it was funny because the USD news that came out was actually positive. Yeah. So it's like those yeah. are the type of things that actually you have to so consider like, for yeah, but retested it came out, common prices. It came out positive, but if you look at the market structure of where mm-hmm. US thirty was at, it was a completely new high, and it had to come down. It was no way it was going up. Exactly. So if that's where you know a lot of price action comes into play. Because if you follow where the market structure is, market structure is always going to win, mm-hmm. you know? So if you're seeing where the market structure is at, then you're always going to capitalize and and not lose. So, like, and then now it's just where do I put my saw profit if the market decides to go sideways, you know? So then you secure profits and rather than nothing. Right. And if you, if you don't pay attention to those fundamentals or those basics or even mm-hmm. – and this is a big reason why I like the whole naked trading process yeah. for common prices yeah. and the pullbacks, higher lows, lower highs, et cetera. A lot of people might have considered, oh, well, USD pairs are going to be buys mm-hmm. when in actuality they were sells and everybody would have hit stop loss this yeah. morning. Right. So but by seeing those basics and seeing those resistance levels and how everything rejects mm-hmm. and you know keeping those, those basics in mind, other individuals, the ones that actually, you know, prosper out of the trades, they see that and they're like, oh, well, this is something that needs to actually happen. And yeah. it dropped. It dropped. Everything went complete opposite of what the news did. It recovered. Mm-hmm. But still, um, a lot of that may happen because, like, those institutions turn around and say, well, it's expected that these are going to be buys. We're going to make them sells. Yeah. You know, because that's the way the market needed to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... In- it feels good, like when you're starting to learn. Like you know, you know, not like every new incoming trader is gonna be like, all right, I need to know these facts because a lot of people really don't. They don't focus on that. You know, they first, you know, of course, you're developing and try to apply what you're learning and focusing of the market structure, which a lot of people do have hard times to determine if you know if it's creating high highs or high lows. When is a trend? Um, decided, you know, it's losing its momentum, you know, where am I looking for a price rejection at? So, like, you know, you, you're putting all these, like, I would like to say, like, you're adding all these tools, you're adding more weapons into the charts, you know, um, having it naked completely and able to read where the trend is going, knowing where it's going to end. Um, because Overall, that that is the most important fact. If you know where the trend is going and you know where it's going to end, perfect. Now you could focus on the next next trade setup. You know, focusing on where is the trend. You know, all all these little components and then adding in with the fundamentals and then then to um into um <clears throat> well, I can't even speak right now. The international news. Whoops, my bad. Um, so like that that plays like a whole important role. So then you add that all together, and it's just like, man, trading becomes so simple. Like, you know, it's like you're eliminating the greed out of it, and now you're just applying with the knowledge that's being sent. It's there, you know, and then you just reap the benefit out of it. Yeah, and, I mean, it, it comes with confidence, mm-hmm. that, that, that feel-good intuition that you have. That's the confidence that's being yeah. built up 
because you don't necessarily need 10, 15, 20 different indicators. Like you no, said, you like a clean no. chart. Yes. Uh, the only the only indicator that I use actually on TradingView is the 66 EMA, mm. if that. Yeah. It's the only indicator that's on yeah. there. Um, and I mean, I tend to follow it quite often just as a, uh, like it's probably like if I'm going to list it in number format, it's probably like my eighth confirmation. Mm -hmm. I'll use other things, including yeah. similar pairs. So like if I'm looking at USD pairs, I'll look at like how EU and GU, UJ, how they're supposed to move mm -hmm. and give me my confirmation to say, okay, well, now I kind of go with where I originally thought with the XY that's yeah. going to be going up or down. So I'll use those as confirmations. But when you can sit there and use all those those basics and gain that confidence, yeah, um, it's... It's a, it's a great feeling in that sense because mm -hmm. you know where, like you said, market structure is going, mm -hmm. where, where a trade is going to be going. You know, I told you that story today where um, uh, there was earnings calls yesterday. Yeah. And there were people at my job that were worried because our stock was dropping. Mm -hmm. And so I looked at TradingView and I'm like, oh, well, no. Yeah, but it, was only, it was only dropping to create, you know, high-low positions. Exactly. So, so exactly. for people that, that are traders, they're like, oh, this is, a, this is beautiful. Like, you know, like this is a great time once we see a rejection and capitalize on the momentum. And the irony of it was is that when I pulled it up, I marked a resistance line and it had literally rejected off of that resistance line. Yeah during the earnings call yeah so then it just dropped drop 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 and then when i marked a trend line it literally hit that trend line perfectly mm -hmm. and i've got people that are like oh my gosh what's going on what's going on what's going on yeah and i'm like look look at this this is what's going on right now if you wanted to buy you can literally buy right now and you're going to end up being at a good good point you're not mm -hmm. going to be buying high you're going to be buying low yeah that's the lowest point yeah so um you know there was some people that when i was talking with them they felt a little more comfortable, a little more confident because they're holding on to their, their stocks. They were mm -hmm. like, oh, I wish I would have traded it or I wish I would have sold it. Now they're like, oh, okay, I'm glad I kept it because yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, those were basics. Those were basic fundamentals and common price, knowing that it has to come down yeah. and again, those support and resistance areas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like, I think we had like two questions here on my live. So someone oh, shout out saying, the live i think it's oliver yeah he actually signed up actually like a few days ago he so he's saying that um so fundamentals are you know support and resistance tread lines you know candlesticks patterns uh yeah candlesticks patterns you know you don't need to know all of them you just need to know the most um key ones that are really happening in your market structure right so um don't i don't really like to really rely on using our trend lines because you know um, i'm really focusing on the market structure first and then seeing where price is landing on you know the previous you know rejection so and then it's just like all right perfect following the trend keep it as simple mm -hmm. you know like i don't use any indicators at all i used to be that kind of person it was like all right man i'm gonna wait for my moving averages across or i'm gonna wait until it comes into you know a nice support and and then I was not losing track. I was losing track if it was still an uptrend or a downtrend, you know, with all these indicators that I had on um, displayed on my chart. And then, you know, from time, you know, when you keep back testing, you keep applying, you know, all of the knowledge, and then you're gonna start removing those indicators because yeah. indicators we all know they lag, you know. So if if I'm looking at someone's chart, you could tell by, you know, their experience, you know, just by having their chart being displayed because it shows you how long you've been trading. You know, if I'm looking at someone's chart and I'm seeing hella indicators, it's just like, oh, 
you need to slow it down there. Like you're 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 missing the bigger picture to this because you could actually capitalize on knowing where the market structure is going to be rejected in and capitalize a whole trend. You know, that's what everyone wants. That's everyone's goal. We want to capitalize the whole movement, not just like, you know, getting a little 50 pips. No offense to any scalpers, but I'm not a fan. You know, I, <laughs> you're a scalper <laughs> trader? I'm sorry. Like, you know, cool. You got high balance. You're looking for 50, 20 pips. Cool. But me, you know, I'm trying to rob the government. Right. You know, I want the whole damn cake. 100, I'm not 200, sure. 200, 300 pips. Yeah. So I, I want those high moves and be like, all right, I want to sit in a trade you know, put my stop profit and then, you know, go on and within my day. The only time I'm applying so much time on the charts is back testing. I'm not mm-hmm. sitting there like monitoring my trades. Like, no, I like to trade in the higher time frames. Good. I'm a swing trader and then capitalize on momentum and then keep it simple. So not making it complicated. You shouldn't. Um, trading requires a lot of patience anyway. So, you know, let the price do its thing. You know, it's like, playing fetch with a dog you know <laughs> you're throwing a bone he's gonna grab the bone he's gonna come back so that's how i look at the market it's like all right you're gonna throw the bone it's gonna get the bone it's gonna come back so right so price is gonna come back to where you want it capitalize on it and you're done yeah and speaking of the uh the beginner's portion when you can tell how many indicators somebody has oh yeah like, i remember yeah. using what three i had three yeah. emas uh the rsi what the uh the a and then, and then don't you think it? to yourself like damn like this is taking all a lot of space like yeah. you try to look at a whole chart and it's like all right okay i could barely see the candles now i have three indicators one is pointing up one is pointing down and one is probably just consolidating and you're like all right so i gotta focus on something that's lagging first for me to get a confirmation on the entry right so um, hey, if it works for people, you know, um, then yeah, but you know, we all know that the best traders, you know, are not using any indicators, you right. know, so well, that's why I'm, I'm down to one, yeah, one indicator. And like, I yeah, mean, on my, on my MT4, I still have the RSI, mm-hmm. but I only literally have that on there to see when something's overbought or oversold, yeah. It doesn't even necessarily matter. I mean, I've seen where gold spiked up last week and it went over oversold and then went even higher than oversold. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, the RSI, if someone's yeah, because like, RSI, you know, it's not it even going to matter at that yeah, point. So that, that is where, you know, we're, we're having the fake outs, you right. know, so the fake outs are just giving you a better confirmation to not get in that trade. So right. if that happens, you're like, all right, perfect. So we're waiting for a bigger momentum. That, that's how I look at it. And people are like, oh, damn, I got caught in the fake out. And it's just like, all right, so why did you get into that trade? Right. You know, like if it's in a consolidation area after a big momentum, it's going to consolidate. It's not going to just start moving out of nowhere. It has to take its time and build momentum first. Right. So. I think for, for those that do use indicators, mm-hmm. um, I mean, your EMAs are good uh, the, with the Ichi, Ichimoku the cloud. Oh yeah. That thing is that thing is actually pretty cool, but when you can use them correctly, like if you don't overcrowd and overcomplicate the trade and you literally only trade off of that, yeah. then you're okay. But if you sit there and start mixing, it's like it's like using confluence the wrong way. Mm-hmm. When you're using confluence the wrong way and you're taking different points and different strategies and putting them all together, yeah. at some point you're going to end up hitting stop loss no matter what. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing for me like with indicators. If you have far too many indicators if you're using more than one or two um then i mean at that point 
you could be crossing what those those indicators are actually used for and it could throw your whole trade off so i mean that's another reason why i kind of you know feel better trading in the naked style because yeah. just using past mm-hmm. to predict the future knowing where common prices are yeah and i mean even that that's that i use that i'm looking at that right away mm-hmm. common zones yeah this and, is where price goes yeah and then i just had a question um book recommendations um Naked Forex. It's a great book. You could get it off, you know, Google. There's a PDF file. It's free. Get the free version, you know, if you want to. You know, I like to still be cheap. You know, it's just the best route. (laughs) Free 99. Um, Free 99. So so get the book Naked Forex if you guys want to learn how to become a naked trader. Um, It actually opened my eyes completely and what I was really missing out on what I could be potentially be making. Um, and I love that book. You know, everyone that hits me up about Forex book, like th- that's the only book you need. Like, well, it will, and we actually have one of our our colleagues here that actually just finished it yeah. recently. So, like, tell me, like, like how was your experience when you read Naked Forex? Right? Uh, yeah, it was. Yep. Oh, yeah, he's coming. He's coming. So, he little camera shy. Go ahead, bring on Mar- <laughs> bring on Marcel, special guest here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just very thorough in like what you guys were pointing out that uh, sometimes the indicators can just overcomplicate um, trading already as complicated as it could be. Um, and with the lag that you you'll miss, you'll miss setups, you'll miss the overall trend. Um, and you'll miss the movements that you're actually trying to ca- uh, that you're actually trying to capture. Uh, another thing that it greatly points out that we were just talking about, like the the sleep limit, like uh, mm-hmm. the risk reward uh, levels, and uh, how much you're willing to risk, uh, and what are you comfortable risking, and going to sleep and not having to check your uh, MetaTrader four or check your charts every five minutes because you're afraid you're gonna margin yourself out or yep. you're gonna hit your stop loss and blow your entire account. You know? Yep. Yeah. So after reading that book, if I were to look at your trading view right now what would you you say like have your indicators changed have you eliminated some of them or do you still yeah so i was using the the macd i don't use that anymore i don't even have the rsi on my like phone metatrader all i have are i have the 15 the 15 the 6 and the 66 emas i think that's all i have that's it and that helped build up a lot of confidence didn't it quite a bit quite a bit yeah good (laughs) that's the whole point that's the whole point making it as as easy as possible for yourself to get into that best trade possible and kind of just taking it from there. If it hits stop loss, it hits stop loss. You just go back and yeah, find out why. That's just a part of the process. Yeah. You know, you, you got to love taking the L's. Like, I know a lot of you guys are not <laughs> going to agree with me, but for the people that have been trading for a while, they know what I'm talking about. Like, you're, you learn from all of your failures. Like, you know, there's been a lot of failures of losses that I've taken. And, you know, I just completely just reflect off it and back test and then keep it moving you yep. know so i do take it out it's like great guess what i have a skill set that i can make this back right mm-hmm. you know and a lot of people um you know i'm not gonna really like really throw shade or or anything like that but for people that just like only just want to be signal takers like you know and i'm could be a great example you know i was that kind of person you know just only taking signals i was like yeah it's great, but I always wanted to have like a confirmation of why am I taking it? Do I agree on seeing this person's analysis? You know, like we don't agree. Cool. You know, it, at the end of the day, it's an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, like, if you want to take your skill to the next level, you know, don't be a professional signal taker, you know. Be a professional trader and apply the knowledge yep. that is everywhere, you know. Like, you could apply if you have the right mentor that's willing to take the time and show you it, then um, there really isn't a limit, you know. You're just still obtaining knowledge and still applying it. So, um, yeah, because, like, you know, you, you want to be the best, you know, for yourself because at the end of the day, it's just a vehicle. Well, and I was... I mean, I was one of those people that's like, hey, I want to take those signals. I'm going to take those signals. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on Telegram. Well, we we all out. took signals. Right. Like, no one can't say, like, yeah, um, I learned and I never took signals. Like, no. Like, it's cool. Like, if you agree with it, great. But don't be like, all right, it's a signal and you're, you're forcing it. It looks spicy. If it agreed with the knowledge you apply, he's always laughing when I say spicy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, if you agree to it, and then, yeah, great. You know, and that that's the focus, you know, um, why, you know, Blue Capital is what Blue Capital is. Just to give you an idea, if you agree with it, take it. We also had another question. Well, see, um, it's it's hard to kind of know to agree or to disagree with it if you don't even know those basic fundamentals. Yeah, so that's why it's good to practice on so, a demo account. Yeah. Like, you know, practice as long as until you get comfortable of what the terms are, you know, and um, knowing what the pending orders are, all those stuff, like, you know, like, you don't want to come in and be like, all right, so this is a buy or sell. Like, you know, even in our in our members chat, like I refuse to answer those kind of questions <laughs> because that just tells me you, you haven't applied anything and you just want to, you know, go ahead and be a professional signal taker. So, yep. like, you know, it's only so much it could take you. Like, you know, a person could catch, you know, two to 3,000 pips every week consistently. Yeah, yeah your account is grown but then you start to look at your account and you start to look at yourself and you're like okay if he's not giving out any calls and i'm completely can i curse on here <laughs> completely yeah, completely fucked right yeah there you go hey <laughs> yeah it's our, it's our podcast yeah, so like say how you yeah, want so, yeah so you're completely fucked and you know um and then you're just like damn like now i need to really learn like i need to learn this like you know so not only for myself but uh, for the people that that want to learn this, um, I know we had a question here. Um, I always get this question like every other day. Someone was like, "What is your opinion on IML?" Um, well, I'm not gonna answer yeah, that question because that is nothing to do with this podcast. Um, you know, it, all I could say is that if you find value um, with them, great. Um, if you don't, it's still great. There's different sources that you could learn. From. Um, the skill set. Um, so I'm not throwing, I'm not here to throw any shade or anything. Well, um, not just like not just that, but it's like a cell phone service. It's like saying, oh, yeah, well, it's, you like, know, it's but like what do you feel about T-Mobile yeah, compared like, to Sprint? You know, eh, like, it's just another like service. We have Verizon, we have Sprint. So like <laughs> you know, when you ask kind of like a biased question, you know, I'm gonna give you a biased answer. So yep. like that's what's just what it's gonna come to. Um, but yeah, but you know, I really hit the nail on talking about fundamentals, you know, like, you know, just applying it. Because, mm -hmm. you know, applying it, apply it, apply it, apply it, apply it, until you get sick of applying it, well. And then you apply it some more. Yeah, and then you apply it some more. So it's just like how you want to be the best basketball player. What are you going to do? Apply the skills, right? Mm -hmm. Apply dribbling the ball. Apply getting back on defense. Like, all these little things, you know. So it's just, it's just like, you know, Forex is just, 
great examples to compare it to a lot of things that so makes it understand for other people. So it's like, all right, okay, this is this is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, but it can it can do a lot. I mean, even as a vehicle, like I think we talked about in the last the last uh, episode, we were talking about growth. I mean, this it teaches you so much. Just even outside of just the trading basic aspect of making money yeah it teaches you a lot just in general yeah you know we've talked about patience we've talked about controlling emotions we've mm-hmm. talked about growth we are now talking about not making things complicated and i mean if i'm if i get deep here like i normally do mm-hmm. you know you can apply all those to your your normal life don't make things complicated make yeah. them as easy as possible I know. You know? life is already complicated as it is so you don't want to be coming in a chart and be like, oh, all right, you know, you know, your first month in, I still don't get it. Like, you know, you're like, not. Yeah. And you're not going <laughs> to like you're not supposed to. You're supposed to take the, the education opportunities, the outlets that you're given. Yeah. And soak that information up and then apply it how you feel you need to apply mm-hmm. it. It's you're not going to be the greatest overnight. No. Oh, we have. Oh, Sunil. Hey, how's, how's it going, my guy? Uh-oh, um, big Sunil. What's up, dude? Yeah, he said that I like these podcasts. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, what are the same exercises to get better at learning market structure? Um, I would honestly say, oh, that's actually a good question. Um, mm-hmm. Identifying your highs and your lows. Like, you got to have that, like, down pat. If you do not know these you are going to struggle in trading every single time because we're, we're taught to always sell high and we'll always buy low, right? So if you're not able to identify your highs and lows within the trend, I highly suggest that you go back and apply learning the, learning the market structure of where there is creating a high, um, a high high, where it's creating a high low, is creating a, um, on the downtrend, creating a low lows, creating a low high. So those are major, major components when it comes to market structure. Um, and you're never going to lose. Did you just hop on the live? <laughs> <laughs> His name just pops up. Right <laughs> That's something that Michael does too. Like. Yeah, I think uh, identifying ceilings and floors, support and resistance is, yeah. is huge as well. Because um, if you know where it's going to be going, mm-hmm. um, at some point you can wait. It teaches yeah. you patience. So... Um, oh, yeah, now, and it's definitely going to test you. Yeah, like, absolutely. It's definitely going to test you. So, like, you're going to be like, oh, is this, a, is this becoming a resistance? And you start talking to yourself and the person that you're looking at the charts, they're like, yo, this guy sounds crazy. Like, <laughs> right. Talking to candles? Like, like what? what is that, you know? So, um, and then we have another question. Option on swing trading. <laughs> you're, you're talking to the guy itself right here. Right. Like, I love swing trading. Like, it's the best. You know, you swing don't need man. a... You know, I'm like, I would say like I'm more of like aggressive trader, um, especially when it comes to swings. And, you know, I love just to get into a multiple trade um, setups, um, not just because I'm also giving out trade ideas, but um, but I love swing trading. It's, it's the best. Um, and, you know, you don't need to be on your charts heavy. Check it every four or five hours and be like, yeah, you know, I'm living my life and controlling it and yep. having the freedom to do what I want. So um, if that answers your question, but yeah. Yeah. I like, I like it cause it, it gives you that ability. Like I, I kind of like the rush, mm-hmm. you know, when you're sitting there and 
everybody hates drawdown, but sometimes yeah. that can become exciting when, yeah, when it like, starts. Man, like, you see that drawdown <laughs> minimizing, and then all of a sudden it's going red, blue, red, right, blue, red, blue, and then feeling. boom, it like, just I, goes I, into I can, all blue. I can even talk about even too, like. Um, it's so satisfying. Yeah, I think it was even this morning, like when I. I told everyone to buy you a sturdy, and it came down. It was like yeah, everyone was in like you know if if anyone took it was in in heavy profit. Came down, created a nice low high, and then came all the way back down to create a double bottom. Mm-hmm. You know, and for people that knew where the price rejection on the wicks could have just capitalized on it, you know, and that this is still a bullish trend, right? So creating a nice high low for the overall market structure, and then it's just going to completely take off. So. And and then now we're just gonna see up to New York session capitalize and be done with the week, and then ride it. So. Well, and if if anybody feels comfortable with the U.S. thirty, you know, and they or you know the Dow Jones market itself, they and they've watched it, they understand that all it's been doing is coming down to go up and make new highs. Yeah. So all this this is something that needed to happen. Yeah. You know, shout it, out what was it? It's Boeing. been so like overdue, like. Yeah. When, when I'm talking about like not rushing your your trades like for the whole month, like it, you technically only need like five trades in a month. If you wait for the good setups, you capitalize a whole momentum of mm-hmm. the trade and you'll be good. Like yep, you know like, so that's why like, I don't understand like why a lot of people feel like all right, yeah, I understand. You know, every day is a new market, right? Uh, especially for the beginners, which is completely understandable. But, like, for the people that has been trading for a long time, like, you don't need to be doing it anymore. Like, you should know the concept. Like, you know, if you want to become a day trader, cool, you're in and you're out. You know, if you mm-hmm. want to be a swing trader, capture a lot of pips, more money, cool. You know, I want to get to the point that I'm only trading once a year. That's, that, that's goals. Like, you know, that's a high standards trading off the daily time frame and higher. Right. So, and then you're like, Man, you know, a couple millions here, you know, all right, cool, you know, and then you can go on and focus on the next month. So yep. that's when you have all the fundamentals into play and you've been trading for a while and having that experience um, and seeing all the trials and errors. So, and that makes you become the best trader within yourself. Yep. It's like you going to the gym, bro. Yeah, gotta take one day at a time, you know. You can't control the gains, but you know, but you gotta get the gains, right? So, right, I'm with you. Uh, when US thirty gonna drop from the from the all time high? Um, no, it's at an all time high yeah, right it's, now, so it's, it's still it's still going up. Yeah, like. it's still going up. So, um, I don't, I don't think we're gonna see another December. No, maybe till maybe, until maybe if, later if we this see year? like some dramatic news with Donald Trump, you know, doing something like I like really don't because if we really drop, we're heading into a major recession. So like for the people that are having jobs, whoo, man, I hope they're gonna start trading forex. <laughs> you know, like you you better start learning. You know because. You know, signups not, are gonna <laughs> quadruple in like overnight yeah, at some point. You know, it, it it sucks. You know, for the people that be like, yeah, you know, I work and put all my eggs in one basket, which I highly believe people should not be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a skill set that if we go to if we go into war, we could capitalize on it. Yep. Like it sounds very fucked up, but you it, know, like, it's true though. You know, you could be you could be the other person. You know, be um behind the fence and be like, ha, look at me. Like, you know, you show me your MT4 and it's just like, wow, 
you know, driving past like, the unemployment line, yeah, like, like, oh, you, you guys that, good? Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm not throwing any shades. Right, I don't mean to laugh at that. are working, but it, it's just, you know, they, there's more to life than, you know, just keeping your eggs in one basket. You know, stop being afraid to take risk. You know, you're young now, capitalize on that, reinvest what you made and keep reinvesting, like, mm-hmm. you know, so, and... And that's and that's how you really become successful well, using this say, vehicle the right way. So. What do they say? Seven uh, millionaires have seven different ways of making money. Yeah, at least seven. And just keep investing. You know, and that's how honestly, that's how um, life hack. That's how you avoid paying taxes so much. You know, mm-hmm. you have everything as a write off. Yep, open businesses. Yep. So I know we will probably dive into life talks, but we really wanted to keep it fundamental. So. <laughs> That's what happens when you get Micah going. Hey. Man. I'm philosophical sometimes. What can I say? <laughs> all right. All right, guys. So if you guys have any further questions that's on my live, answer them now before we're going to wrap this up. Um, what do you think we should talk for episode five? Well, I don't know. We got a week for that. Yeah. So. Yeah, that should be really interesting. All right, so yeah, so we're going to end this episode four, the Fundamentals of episode Trading. Episode four. And yeah, it's going to get really spicy, guys, really spicy. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Bro, no, everyone, everyone laughs when I say it. Like, Because you know, that's, that's your trademark. Yeah, when y'all, when y'all see your MT4 all blue, you're like, well, it's a good day. <laughs> yep, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> or when you're trading the peso with the red of the green sauce. Oh, man. 